ladies and gentlemen, this is your stats. Your stats unreached starts now. Welcome everyone to Yoshi Unleashed with Yoshi Tatsu. I am one of your co-hosts, Lee Walker, and I am joined by KWK, Kayfabe Wrestling Collector, who also produces figures, which you have four days left to get that Yoshitatsu figure. Sean? Well, well, by the time we, we are going to be broadcasting this, I think it's going to be the last day. I'll get this up much faster. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you for coming in today. And, and you see Yoshi's showing off the, the prototype that I sent him, uh, that, that brought him while, while I was in Japan last week. That's that's the actual prototype. Yeah. That's only two of these, just so you know. Yeah. Lee has one, and I have one. Mm, that's good. And you know what? <laughs> I think right Ooh. now, would be a good time to interject and see the Yoshitatsu action figure commercial. KWK presents KWK Kayfabe Heroes Yoshitatsu. Comes in three variants and don't miss out on the chase prototype and test shots randomly inserted. KWK Kayfabe Heroes Yoshitatsu, available now through the following platforms. Brought to you by KWK and Porta Studios. Wow, what a commercial. Guys, make sure you go and you order the Yoshitatsu figure. After all, there's four different versions of it that are... Yeah located to different areas but you can still buy all four and if you're a collector like me you're gonna have all four you can buy them by all four at my store shopkwk.com and if you're in the u.s and you go okay you know what i don't want to buy the the uh one of 100 version you can always go to the asylum wrestling store and if you're in canada be sure to go to wrestlingmerch.com. Awesome. So Yoshi, what do you think of your uh the prototype figure that you have? Yeah, it's very cool and the, in detail is very good. Yeah, very good quality. So I love it. Yeah, if yeah. you have yeah, yeah, please. Oh, I was just going to say, you brought up the detail. Like, you have just a close-up of the figure and the dragon uh, on your pants, and, and you can yeah. see the flag and everything. So, so very intricate, just from just from the shot that I can see. Mm. You, you see, yeah. Yoshi has been bringing this around everywhere ever since he got it. But you remember when I was in WWE? I brought this one everywhere yeah so this time same same thing i will do as using this kwk cafe action figure i'm using 
I'm bringing all everywhere. You're going to have three other prototypes of each mm. of the other versions. But yeah. I thought I'll bring you this one first, that's all. Mm. It's very cool. Speaking of go. something cool, Lee. Yeah. I, I think I think we have to show that picture. <laughs> I think we have to show that picture. This is okay, so so let let me give everyone a little bit of story. So while I was in Japan, Yoshi has been so busy that I was only able to see him for two days. Yeah. And before before he came he came out to see me, he was at the salon. So Yoshi B. Yoshi started taking that picture and showed me. And I thought it's the funniest thing ever. So I sent it to Lee. So Lee, let's show everybody how Yoshi looked. <clears throat> what what picture? <laughs> what picture? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What picture? Yoshi, yeah, yeah. I think Yoshi forgot about that one. Uh Yoshi, I apologize for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> for the first time ever. For the first time ever, I have seen Yoshi looking like a grandmother. <laughs> no, dye my hair under, cut my hair. I know you went. You went from red to to blonde now. Yeah. But I I thought it's like the funniest stuff ever. It's just the whole look of it. Yeah. <laughs> It's good. I always bring protein bar. It's good, right? Well, well, another way to promote a product because Yoshi's actually spokesperson on on that protein bar as well. So yeah. I don't know why I don't know why he sent me this. He sent me the <laughs> picture and then with a protein bar. I'm like, what? Yeah, let's get let's get that protein bar as a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. After that, so Yoshi. Yeah. Quite a lot has happened uh, here in the States as far as uh, WWE goes. And the biggest news stems from Survivor Series War Games. Yeah. CM Punk made his WWE return. Yeah. Someone buys me dinner. Someone buys me dinner. I, I would buy... I will, I will buy, buy Starbucks. <laughs> really? You, damn, you so cheap. You so no, no. cheap. <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't know the correct story. <laughs> On 2014, so when Punk go fire from WWE, I didn't know the yeah the correct story. So it's not my fault. Now, now he's backtracking everything. This guy. <laughs> so, a few fans at home, there was a bet going on between Sean and Yoshi on if CM Punk would actually return to WWE. Mm. And 
Sean won the bet. Mm. Sean was the only one that could see Punk going back where Yoshi and I uh, were on the same page here. We did not see it, think it could be possible based on what had happened in the 2014 on how Punk was fired. But Yoshi, what do you think about CM Punk returning to WWE? Yeah, I was very surprised. And and uh, I think that is amazing. And when I thought when uh, he got fired in WWE 2014, I thought CM Punk and WWE sue each other about his, like, uh, how should I say English? Like this. Oh, because of his injury and all the other stuff, right? Yeah, so I thought they sue each other. Uh, that's why. So still, the relation is bad. That's why I I thought Punk never returned to WWE. But I misunderstood. So WWE doctor sued CM Punk and called Cabana. Not... Uh, not WWE didn't sue CM Punk. So, yeah, I misunderstood. So, it's a good thing. Yeah, I was very surprised. But, but when he go fire, I know, when he go fire, uh, Punk insult uh, Vince and the Triple H, like speak, speak hero of Vince McMahon and the Triple H. So, so I, that's why I was surprised to return to WWE. So that means Triple H is smart. He's a businessman. So he didn't care what CM Punk said like a Talk, talk shit about uh, Vince and Triple H. He, he doesn't care. He's a businessman. If CM Punk has, like, a, he bring lots of money to WWE, just use him. So, I understand. Triple H is, yeah, smart. He's a businessman. I thought. Well, what do, what, what do you think? What well, do you think, at, Lee? Well, after on the uh, media scrum, Triple H had said that CM Punk has talked about a lot and the fans wanted it. So if that's basically, if that's what the fans wanted, that's what the fans were getting is basically what he was saying. Uh, in the War Games media scrum after <clears throat> after the PLE. So I'm excited for it. I was watching it, and when I heard CM Punk's theme music hit, I jumped. I was yeah, laying right? down, and I, I was laying down, and I jumped, and I was, like, fully standing up like that. I, I fangirled. I 
<laughs> that fangirled. What did you think, Sean? Well, I I wasn't surprised. Um, but I think the way that they handled it, like they literally held it off until the very end. So Randy Orton's return will have time for the fans to sink in during the match. And then towards the end, boom, here we go. That's the surprise right there. Because everyone thought by that time, I mean, come on, it's the end of the show. You wouldn't have expected Punk would come out like that. And that's exactly what happened, and it did. And then everyone's reaction was insane. But to me, I'm looking at this like, okay, so Punk returning, obviously now, you know, he has to be the number one babyface in the company. What does that say for Cody Rhodes? It, it's yeah, it's my question here. Cody can't win. Uh, Punk is number one babyface, I think. No Cody Rhodes. Yeah, but when Punk, uh, when Cody came back, he became the number one babyface of the company. I mean, merch sales and everything was number one. So now that Punk is back, that Cody's position has to be shaken a bit. I think so. Hmm. CM Punk replaced Cody Rhodes' place, I think. They can't be on the same show. That's what you have to they, do. Yeah, but then it's Cody facing Roman Reigns for WrestleMania. And from the looks of it, it looks like Seth Rollins is going to go against CM Punk. Okay. So, so right now, it's a matter of one thing, in my opinion, right now. If they're going to move to that direction, right? The direction will most likely be, okay, put one of them onto Raw so Raw can be sold to a network for a decent price. Because right now, Raw is the only one that doesn't have a new deal. SmackDown has one already, and NXT has one, but Raw doesn't have one. So it has to be some sort of strategic move from WWE at this point. Punk on Raw, Cody to SmackDown since it seems like Reigns is going to be... Cody and Reigns have to finish the story, so to speak, yeah. right? <clears throat> and we've already kind of seen uh, where... It looks like I would say they're setting up for Seth Rollins and CM Punk. Yoshi, I want to get your thoughts on uh, th this clip that uh, has been going around the internet, if you will. Uh, it is of Seth Rollins mm. uh, reacting to CM Punk and his his return so i want to get your thoughts on it because there's there's other there's another superstar too that that reacted in a similar manner but not similar manner
this myself. Here's the sound. Yeah. Yeah, seems right. Their story will start. So, Seth Rollins didn't seem too happy there. Mm. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, looks like, looks like he's happy. Looks like, yeah, seems like their story will start. Yeah. I think. And, yeah. and uh, the reason why at least we we think that's where it's going to go is while Seth reacted like that mm. uh Sean Ross Sapp from fightful.com had broken the news from what I'd seen that the talents were told before the main event that CM Punk would be coming out to the ring or at least coming out and doing what he did So yeah. By the way, uh, says the like um, middle fingers up to the pant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't see that in detail, but it looks like yeah, middle finger up. Wow. Yeah, he, he was uh, middle fingers up and and screaming what the middle fingers stood for too. Really? Yeah. Wow. It is okay on TV. Uh, that actually did not make it on TV. Believe it oh, or not, yeah. uh, that was a fan shot video. Ah, uh, okay. Of Punk, or of uh, Seth Rollins, you know, looking at Punk doing that. Wow! I mean, they could they could have had somebody film that. And then say it was a fan thing. Okay, you you, you know what I mean. I mean, come on, Yoshi, yeah. you you've been in WWE, you know how it works. Sometimes, I mean, I, I I still think it's a work. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I know I know there may be like real heat between yeah. like Seth Rollins and CM Punk, but mm. I mean, people have to understand WWE is not AEW. Yeah. Whereas WWE is more business oriented. Yeah. So doesn't matter. Do you hate each other to a point that you want that you want to strangle each other? Mm. That if if it's making money, the higher ups will make it happen, no matter what. I think that's a lot of fans that don't understand this one. Yeah. Now, Yoshi, I'm going to read uh, something to you. That, that came from Fightful Select. This is their um, Patreon, you know, that you pay for. And um, they had some news, which um, the wrestlers were pulled aside before War Games, at which point they were informed that Punk's return would be happening in the final moments of Survivor Series. Fightful further noted, there are numerous talent 
on the roster gener- that are generally upset. At least one talent claimed to be legitimately upset over Punk's return. And there have been claims that Rollins and McIntyre's reaction to the return were genuine, although those claims would be made for obvious reasons. Now, that was Seth's reaction. Drew McIntyre's reaction, Yoshi, was he had stormed out of out of the ring, out of war games, out of and left the arena without saying a word to anybody. So Drew Drew got angry to CM Punk to return. So it's kind of unaware if it's related to CM Punk or not. Because uh, according to what's being talked about online, he didn't mm-hmm. say a word to anybody. He just stormed off and left. Really? Yoshi, do you know if uh, Drew ever had any heat with Punk? I I don't think so. But when we were in WWE, like CM Punk, Drew McIntyre, and Miss, uh we are on the same time, but like CM Punk was top. Then me and Drew is like, like in the bottom, like that. Hmm. So I don't think Drew get hit from CM Punk. Cause, hmm. yeah, cause, yeah, Drew is like a, did I think this the, the, his position was here, the hmm. punk is here, was here. So I think punk didn't care about hmm. Drew McIntyre a long time ago. So I don't know. Yoshi, let me ask you this: You worked with CM Punk, and. CM Punk as a person seems to be hit or miss, whether you like him or don't like him. Uh, how was he perceived in the locker room when you worked with him in WWE? Was it, was it like a hit or miss thing with him there? Uh, when I was in WWE, Punk... Uh, was very nice to me. So, but I know a couple, yeah, some people say Punk is always like a very frustrated and uh, he's mean. So, yeah. How How should I say? Not, not don't like him, but many people, yeah, some people say, Stay like away this. from him. Yeah, like that. But because mm, he always like me, like very frustrated. So he so, so he was pretty grumpy. Like that. Yeah. But uh, just to sw- stay away. That's it. I think everybody likes him. I think I don't know, but I <clears throat> I like him. Then 
Yeah, he was he was nice to me always. Mm. But just I feel. Mm. Yeah. Some people like stay away. Well, I don't think there's any details on his contract or, or anything like that because it's it was reported that he literally signed like that day. So I guess we'll be uh, finding out a lot more on Raw on Monday. So I, I think I think Triple H mentioned something along the lines of they met within an hour and they just signed a deal. Yeah. So so I think which I was a little bit surprised because knowing uh the whole situation previously when when how punk was very frustrated with WWE and the way that he left you know Triple H just sat down with him and just talked for an hour and they signed a deal now I may be a little bit of con conspiracy theorist here but any one of you guys remember when Punk went backstage of a WWE event with rest of the boys and he was being asked to leave while he was in AEW. There was an incident like that when he was being suspended and he was backstage at the WWE event. He had a small talk with Triple H and then was being asked to leave. And that made quite a bit of headlines at that point. And then, and then when he returned to AEW, he got into that situation which he got fired. Now, it looks more like to me that he was trying to get fired from AEW so he could return to WWE. It, 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 it does make it like that right now. He's smart. I like him. <laughs> yeah. So I'm in a group chat with some podcasters and stuff. And mm. Sean, I'm so glad you brought up the whole conspiracy theory thing because I literally said, here's what I said. So who wants to bet Punk purposely got fired? That was that was my comment last night at 10.48 p.m. Hmm. Well, it was a little after 10.48 p.m. That's just the timestamp on my phone when messages started going off. But that was uh, that was my comment. So kind of looking like a WCW thing all over again with wrestlers purposely getting fired to want to go elsewhere. Well, now now is the time to think about who is trying to purposely get fired from AEW so they can return to WWE. He wants to you know? to WWE. That's why he go fire from AEW on purpose. You think so? That that's what I think, but we'll never know the real reason. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the way that he was, the way that he left as well. Mm. And to a point where Tony Khan has to come out, which I still find it funny, 
that he, Tony Khan said that he was scared of his life backstage and he had no choice to fire Punk. And really? everybody, everybody was thinking, why in the hell was he that scared? You know, like, you know, if it was something like a normal scuffle between wrestlers, I mean, Yoshi, you were in on one that that you and Sheamus slapped each other backstage, right? But, you know, that's that. But but it, it, it's not like, oh, you know what? That's such a big deal to a point where, oh, now we got to fire him. So... It, it does make sense that, you know, Punk did that deliberately so he could go back to WWE. I actually found an article on it. Yeah. Uh, Can you share I'll, a screen? Yep, I'll... So here it is. More details on what CM Punk was doing backstage at WWE Raw. <clears throat> the All Elite Wrestling stars showed up at the site of WWE Raw last night in Chicago and spoke with some talents backstage, including Triple H, before being asked to leave. So how did all this come to happen in the first place? Uh, an update from Mike Johnson of PWI insider cm punk was traveling back from florida where he was doing commentary for cage fury fighting championships the all elite wrestling star ended up on the same plane with several wwe talents and was informed during the flight that raw was scheduled for the all-state arena in his hometown punk decided to go at some point and some of the wwe talents got him into the backstage area Apparently, he squashed heat with The Miz and Triple H, uh, who told him he needed to check in with the big guy to make sure it was okay that he was there. Roughly 20, 20 minutes after arriving, WWE security approached Punk and informed him that he wouldn't be allowed to remain there. The All Elite Wrestling star was respectful of the decision, said his goodbyes, and would leave without an issue. So that was... Roughly seven months ago. So that I, could... I still I still think there was some talk between Triple H and Punk during that that short twenty minute period. It has to. There had to have been. I, I agree right. with you. There had to be. I mean, you know, you can't just squash heat that fast. I don't believe it. Yeah. What do you think, Yoshi? I don't believe either. So you so you think Punk deliberately got himself fired from AEW so he could return to WWE? Mm, maybe he's a smart guy, so maybe. Okay, so so let's 
you know, let let's put you in that situation. Yoshi. For me. If you if you are in a company yeah. that that you don't feel right and another company approaches you and say, yeah. Hey, if you could get out of that damn contract, we'll sign you in a heartbeat. Would you try everything that you can to get out of that company's contract and go to this new company? Yeah. <laughs> I would... Yeah, at least he's yeah. honest. Well, Yoshi's honest, as always. Which is yeah. good. Yeah, I would do yeah, same thing. Mm. <laughs> I I don't blame you on anything. But if you if you look at CM Punk's run in AEW, okay. Um, has it really been that great? Honestly, besides besides the few that he had with MJF, I I felt it was more like a clusterfuck more than another. That's my opinion. Sorry, I dropped the f bomb. I mean, yeah, I but think... Yoshi, you go no. first. No, no, no. But many people is going to happy return punk to WWE. So it's a good thing. And there's some right. people that will not be happy with with CM Punk back in WWE. The wrestlers, right? There will be some wrestlers, I'm sure. Yeah, but friends first. Friend, looks like friends are very happy. Mm. Yeah, fans <laughs> are very happy. Yeah. But I know there are a couple of boys that drag that situation. So, but, you know, business first. Mm. Yeah, Triple H is smart businessman. Somebody take away Tony. Somebody take away Tony Khan's cell phone right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I because I don't know what Tony Khan is going to say on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, speaking of Tony Khan and and AEW, let's uh, let's switch gears to AEW, if you will. Uh, and speaking of business, and, and speaking yeah, what, of sorry, what Trican said about CM Punk return to WWE? No, he hasn't said oh, anything yet, which that. is good. Which is good. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be something though. Oh god! But on the on the business side, since we're talking about that with WWE, uh, there was. Something that I was kind of shocked about, Yoshi, and you can, you would know more about stuff like this than, than Sean and I would. Will Ospreay joined AEW, signed his AEW contract, but is still under <clears throat> his contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Now, the contract with New Japan ends in, in February. He came out on AEW Dynamite. 
sign his AEW contract, and then let the fans know that he had to finish his contract with New Japan before he came to AEW. So I would first like to know, on a, on the business side, what are your thoughts of signing, like a wrestler signing a contract with another company, but already, you know, still signed somewhere? I think it's a bad thing because there are contracts, right? Mm-hmm. So, but... Yeah, as you know, some foreigner wrestler make right of New Japan. So Osprey is not first person to break contract, right? Mm, true. So right. So I'm not surprised. Yeah, but I heard. Um, I think. Tony Khan, either I think I think it was the fact that uh, New Japan uh, gave Will Osprey the blessing to negotiate with other companies before he co- before his contract ends. So I think that I, I I'm a little bit surprised lately with you know over the last year. Of how many foreign talents, especially top foreign talents in New Japan, has left for either AEW or well, mostly AEW. So, yeah. what does that say about New Japan at this point, in your opinion? I have no idea, but if New Japan do something something do like uh, if New Japan sue some wrestlers hmm. maybe some wrestler doesn't do break contract but hmm. New Japan nothing to do after break contract for the wrestlers, so that's why, yeah, still keep doing. I think. But do you think that shows? Because, okay, because New Japan right now, okay, yes. may be in its roughest shape, in my opinion. Since since I would say maybe since the the elite has left for AEW. And now the the top heel that that um New Japan has right now is Dave Finley. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and every and everybody else, everybody like pretty much all the heels are the ones that switch from LA Dojo to yeah. become the members of Bullet Club. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like the work from Gabriel Kidd. Mm. Like I saw I saw him in Korakun Hall um a few days ago. 
And I think his stuff, it's pretty decent. His heel work and stuff like that is pretty decent. But do you think in such a short period of time, with Osprey definitely will be gone, I would say most likely after uh, New Year Dash, which is January 5th. So between now and, and January, you talk about what, a, a tour and a half left? You know, how many guys can they have to replace Osprey? Because they already lost Jay White, which is why they finally suddenly, out of nowhere, became the leader of Bullet Club. Yeah. But, you know, who are you, who are you going to be put into Osprey spot? I think nobody, because my opinion, Osprey is a special. I he think is. nobody take press, yeah, his press, take his press. I think. So, so basically, basically, if you book in New Japan, mm. and you're in in this situation, yeah, and you look through the entire roster, mm. okay, who? Who, in your opinion, can kind of move up the ladder a little bit? Because um, we don't know what will happen to Zack Sabre Jr. after January, because all the contracts are up in January. I mean, let's be honest, you know, everyone yeah. everyone talks contract, on, you know, before January 4th, and then to mm. decide who, who stays and who leaves. Yeah. Mm. But after that, you know, how many guys are going to stay at this point, especially with the Japanese currency rate? It's bad compared to the U.S. dollar. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, Lee, something you don't know here, a lot of the the foreign talents are being paid mm. in Japanese yen. So if they exchange it to U.S. dollars, it doesn't it doesn't look great at times. What's the exchange rate right now? Oh, the exchange rate. I think. Hold on a second. Let me just stick it out. I have that. I have that in front of me all the time. Very. Okay. Right now, it's a dollar to one hundred forty nine point four six five yen. So yeah, which is, I think, um. Let's see, over the last month, over the last month has a, has seen quite a bit of a drop. Yeah. Wow. Like before it was 151, uh, 151 or so, close to 152 uh, yen to a dollar. So, you know, if you, it may not be a lot, but you know, once you add everything up, say, you know, you have a contract of a million dollars, for example, you know, you know, that turns into yen. You know, that dropped quite a bit. Wow. So, so I, I, do you think, Yoshi, do you think after January, there will be a lot more foreign talents leaving New Japan? I think so. Hmm. Yeah. Well, who is who is top foreigner wrestler 
who will be? Well, the only well, the only two I can think of right now is yeah. Tamatonga, yeah, and Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, because Osprey's leaving, so you know that leaves the two of them. Yeah, and then but, and then you and then you have someone like ELP. Yeah, but I think they they don't have a charisma. I think. Don't think so. I mean, Tama yeah. is cool. Tama is cool. I, I I like Tama when 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 he's uh he's a heel. Yeah, Zach but, is probably one of the best mat technician out there. Yeah. Yeah, by a process of elimination. So yeah, maybe and, Zach. And not only and not only that, WWE did actually show interest of Tama at one point. WWE. Yeah. Even Tama talked about it. So maybe. Yeah. But he's old, right? No. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's like he's like what? He, I think he's my age. He's forty three. Right, he, he's yeah. So, well, at this point in time, I think there was a chart that was showing, uh, WWE's top talents comparing to, I think it was two thousand four or something, and it showed that the top talents in WWE right now are mostly over forty. Yeah. yeah. So, so I wouldn't be surprised if like WWE just go, hey, you know what? Let's take another one in. Yeah, I think they the age does matter. If the wrestler has popularity hmm. and bringing money, hmm. I think it doesn't matter. Hmm. So NXTs are like a under. 30 years old or something, right? But I think it doesn't matter. Age doesn't matter, I think. Hmm. Now, Yoshi, I'm going to yep. transition here, guys. Um, you do death matches, and at AEW Full Gear, we had Hangman Adam Page taking on Swerve Strickland. Yeah. Texas Deathmatch. Now, I'm going to share my screen on this one. Yeah, I, I knew it. Yeah. I, <laughs> I got to ask Yoshi, what do you think of this spot? Yeah, that was gross. Yeah, that was gross. Uh, dirty. Uh, no. No? I, I don't get <laughs> it. It's gross. <laughs> well, I lit another one after I saw it. <laughs> it's it's too much, way too much. No, that's that's too much. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think I've seen anything like this in any of the 
death matches in Japan. Yeah, and, no. and 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 people were saying like you know the the crazy shit that that Jun Kazai do and like stuff like that. I don't think Kazai even do do that kind of shit. Yeah, no, he didn't do that. So Yoshi, you would not do that in a match. No, it's a. I think this is a like a. I don't know. This is di- like a different, different of wrestling. No, like not wrestling, you know. No, it's it's gross, dirty. It's too much. I mean, I mean, you know, maybe they maybe they have a really good blood testing system that that you know, you know, they're like, oh, you know, it's good and everything. But what if someone is contaminated with something? Yeah, that's dangerous. You know, I'm actually right? so glad. That- Sean, you brought that up because that reminds me of <clears throat> the uh, Abdullah the Butcher and uh, Hannibal. Yeah, Devin Hannibal with the the fork incident. Yeah, and he ended up getting uh, Hannibal ended up getting hepatitis C as a result right. because Butcher wasn't Ooh. using Abdullah the- Abdullah the Butcher. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of dangerous, though. So he, Adam drunk, drunk the brother or just missed? Oh no! It was I'll, I can share the screen again. It was full. It fully went. You want into, me to light another one? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Still, still, daddy. Yeah, if, he, if he he didn't drink. He had no. He, no, he downed that shit. Yeah, he, he right in his mouth. Yeah. Yeah, he downed that shit. No, he didn't spit it out. He downed that shit. After that, he spit, right? Like a mist. Mm-mm. No, he drank? Mm-hmm. Ah, crazy. Ah, it's dirty. No. Mm. And wasn't Adam Page a teacher at one point? Yes, they actually... Um... They talked about that, I believe, in the promo, like before the match, or like uh, Excalibur brought it up that he was a teacher before the match or something. Yeah, imagine a student seeing that. <laughs> like, uh, our teacher is doing that now? What? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I'm sorry, but, you know, with, with, I, I understand you know wrestling you push the envelope all the time and i totally get it but doing that what does that accomplish yoshi have you seen anything like this in in your career like ever yeah i don't know maybe Jun Kasai, they allowed him, maybe. Yeah, but not drinking blood. I've I've seen him drinking his opponent's blood. I've seen some of his crazy shit. Maybe somebody did in Japan, but hmm. I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you are, if you're facing Adam Page, okay, in a death yeah. match like that. And yeah. he wanted to do that spot. What would you say to him? 
I don't care. He he drink my blood, right? I don't care, but I don't want to drink his blood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've tasted my own blood. It don't it don't taste good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, um, yeah. tastes tastes like steel, right? Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, gross. Ugh. So okay, what do audience think about that? Some people say yes. Some how many people say like yes? How many people say no? Like percentage? I saw a lot more people that were grossed out by it. And I did see a tweet that did get a lot of responses. And it was a photo of uh, Paige drinking Swerve's blood. And it was um, everybody complaining that we don't, that we want the Attitude Era back. And then they were like, this was Attitude Era like, and everyone hates it. Yeah, but well, Yoshi's a big fan of Attitude Era. Oh, yeah, I, I, I am too. I, I grew up on it. So, but but Yoshi, is that something you expect from Attitude Era? Yeah, I do. Era, I like. Yeah, I know that, but but that blood drinking spot. I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. Not even Gangrel. Yeah. And Gangrel like, had that had that vampire gimmick, but you know, yeah. I just I just don't think he would do it either. Like very old school death match. Like Abdul the Butcher. Yeah, but they would probably just lick the face or something, not not like drip it out and like ah like this. I don't know, may, maybe June Kasaida did. I don't know. Or around around that around his restaurant. I mean I, I I've seen I've seen like Bruce Brody or or Abdullah the Butcher like do doing maybe something like maybe licking the head of the wound or something. But yeah. But that's like very far fetched already. Yeah. But I man. can't. I don't think I could see this spot in the Attitude Era, though. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. But then again, like the Undertaker did, carve up Midian, and like sacrifice him. If you remember, like, like yeah. I but I mean I think that was like the most maybe morbidish type thing mm. I remember seeing. You know what I mean? With with anything blood related. I don't think this goes too far like a lot of fans are thinking. Because I mean it got everybody talking about it. Mm. You know what I mean? So if everyone's talking about it in my opinion it did its job. The spot did its job. 
it had everybody talking about it. Whether it's good or bad, it still had everybody talking about it. But you know what the question is? What does Warner Brothers think right now? You know they're still negotiating a new deal. Yeah. I would probably say that... Well, it happened. It didn't happen on TV, so. What yeah, they... it happened. To, it happened at pay per view, but at the same time, you know, uh, rumor has it that Warner Brother owns a percentage of of the AEW footage. So, if they own a percentage of that footage, think about how. They are going to go into a renegotiation with Tony Khan. And they show that. I mean, that that's no turning back. Like, if, if you're going to a negotiation with TV network and the network say, if you're going to, if you're going to have this shit on my, on my network, you're out. Most of the networks won't take that. No, I, I highly doubt even HBO or Netflix will do it. Actually, I've got a, a great question for Yoshi here. Yoshi, if you were <clears throat> if you were a network executive, would you go with a company that had a wrestler drinking someone else's blood? Or would you go with a company where they portray a manager and others around him snorting cocaine. Yeah, so I have a question. Was that not PG? Not PG? Parental guard? The cocaine part with NWA? Yeah, and uh, the drinking blood spot. No PG? Oh. Definitely not PG. Really? Definitely not PG here in the States. That's uh that's definitely a PG thirteen and up type deal, I would say. Right. But yeah. they're they're already on TV, right? Well, they were both on pay-per-views, is when they uh, spoke. Okay. So it wasn't done on like the like the networks that they're on. So in an, in an update we had brought up uh, in the, the last show with the the incident with James Mitchell and NWA for their yeah. paper, the cocaine spot, they did get on the CW app. They are on the app. So I don't necessarily think mm -hmm. that that spot affected that. Mm. Uh, however, I would say in my personal opinion, it, it's, it's, I'd be more upset with the cocaine spot than the blood spot. That's my personal opinion. Yoshi, no, you, no, yeah, you, same thing. You, yes, yes. You'd be more, more upset with the drug spot than the the blood. Yeah. Okay. What? So, what? Why would you more be more upset at that? The drug is more dangerous. Like uh, yeah. Okay. For you me, know, it's drinking. 
kids watching. Yeah, that's a problem. So yeah, the drinking blood spot is bad too, but the cocaine spot is more like worse than blood. Yeah, drinking blood spot, I think. Yeah, I'm same opinion. Uh, yeah, as、okay. we. Yeah. Sean, if you were an executive of a network, which which spot to you is worse? I will probably keep the cocaine spot. Believe it or not. Why? Because because we already have something like, um, Breaking Bad and stuff like that already on TV. And whereas this part of like drinking blood and stuff. I know I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you know I'm going with the mindset of of the of the quote unquote suit. They will be thinking、mm. like you know you you actually drinking a life person's blood on TV. What's next? Cannibalism. You know, yeah. I I、yeah. I I know I'm exaggerating a little bit, but you know that's. What some of these TV execs will think, whereas a drug spot, you know, they just go, "Hey, don't do this again. We're gonna put you guys on review for a little while." But you know, wrestling with blood, which AEW has been doing for quite a bit, pretty much every single damn show. So, how can AEW be able to ensure that this type of spot will happen again? Right, I mean, with with the cocaine spot, you know, if if I were Billy Corgan, you know, slap on the wrist and go, hey, don't do it again. James Mitchell never never appear on on NWA ever. Done. But how are you going to do that with with that blood drinking spot, especially when it is a Texas death match? Which is not even a traditional Texas death match, anyway. And you know they have done multiples on that on on TV. So the TV execs will put one one to one together. That's what they will do. So I think that spot is actually way more dangerous than the drug spot. I mean, as far as being a TV exec, looking into a recent company is concerned. Yeah. So, pay per view is okay to drinking blood. You think if the match was on TV? Adam didn't drink blood. You think? Ooh, honestly, at this point, I don't even know any more of AEW. I'll be straight and honest. Like the、mm. stuff that they have done. I mean, some say some may say is okay, but to me, 
there are a lot of stuff that I just don't get anymore. Maybe I maybe I'm too old school. I don't know. I'm fifty fifty if he would have done it on like dynamite or collision or rampage, you know what I mean? Um I I feel like if it was done on TV there might have been repercussions from the network type deal. With it being on a pay-per-view, though, I'm less likely of there being like repercussions towards it. I mean, not even ECW would have done some something crazy like that. Like being straight and honest, not e- not even ECW will do something crazy like that. You know, I got to agree with you because I think their craziest person on that roster was New Jack. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, he was bashing people's skulls and jumping from various parts of the arena where no one should be jumping you know what i mean i don't think and drop acid backstage yeah causing a scare (laughs) um i i don't think you would see new jack doing something like that i don't even recall ccw did that yeah the worst thing I can think of in any sort of relation to this spot, hear me out. Hmm. And it, it, it was not a real spot, but it was when Priscilla Kelly, hmm. who we know is Gigi Dolan in NXT, yeah, uh, pulled her tampon out and stuck oh, it yeah. on its mouth. Yeah. That's the only thing I can compare this to, I guess. That's now that and that just came up in my head. So that's what I can. That's the only spot I can compare this to, and that was an indie show. Which that I can that would never make TV. That would never make a pay per view with a company like WWE or AEW or any of the big companies. Right. I mean. Yoshi, I don't know if you used to watch uh, IWA Japan. Okay. Have you watched it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there were some crazy spots there. Like, yeah. you know, the, the 10-inch nails. The most famous one is the is 10-inch nails. Yeah. Where, where, like, you know, you put someone's head and actually grind it. I yeah. think that's, like, the craziest shit that 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 we are pretty much seen in, in, in uh Japanese wrestling. Yeah. But uh I don't know. I think Tajiri from IWA, right? Yeah, when he first started he was in IWA, yeah. Yeah. But I don't recall crazy. he did he did any any of that stuff. He was um he was doing a lot of junior stuff. Yeah. No death much. Yeah. So if you are if you are in a death match, okay. Yeah. And 
spots come up? Like, what what will be the worst thing that you will do in a death match? I, I want to see what what your boundaries are. Okay, I will. I will check the in English. I don't yeah. know the like like the craziest stuff that you will do for death matches. What will you do? Oh no! Like a drawing pin. Like oh thumbtacks. Yeah, thumbtacks, thumbtacks. Yeah. Yeah. Thumb On the head. Yeah, like everywhere on, on the back. On the everywhere. back, not on, not not on the head. Like in the back, like hundreds of. Yeah, I know, I know, but but would you do that? Do that to the head? No. Uh, yeah, it's gross. No. Well, some people have done it. I I think AEW yeah. has done that. Yeah, standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I, I, I think it, I think at the back it's okay. You know, it's just kind of like you do acupuncture. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, it's the, not. I mean, the acupuncture stuff is like this this long, so you know, it it really doesn't get further into the pressure points. And the, that was very bad. The pro fluorescent is right. Death match. Hmm. Do you know? Procent. Who, who was it? Procent, right? No, Death I don't match. know. I don't know. Yeah. This. Fluorescent light. Like fire? Like, oh, no. like gasoline, like gasoline. No, the light tubes, the fluorescent. Oh, light. oh, yeah. There were a lot of those in. Um, I think it was in in uh, ZZW at one point. They had a lot of those, yeah. and I think there were, uh, there was some in IW Japan as well. Yeah. So I heard after, after the match, so many like a. Small piece of uh, forest right on the back or everywhere. Then, like a couple week after a couple weeks or a couple months, then come out from inside from their body. Oh. Yeah, couple weeks, couple months. Good uh, lord! Couple, not not a couple of days, you know, couple of days uh -huh. in, in body. Oh. Then, after a couple of weeks, couple of months, then suddenly come out from their body. That's crazy. Uh, no wonder Jun Kasai's body is like so scarred up. Like yeah, Lee Lee. I don't know if you have ever seen Jun Kasai like, you know, come out, and his entire body is mutilated. You you thought Sabu's scar was bad? His scars was like. 10 times worse, like, if not 100 times worse. Yeah. I'm over here cringing and everything and everything I'm hearing. I, I, I need to I need to show you Kasai's picture, like, because they ain't nobody like him. 
Like you, you talk you, you talk about the true death match, like true death match king. Uh, I mean, Kazai second to none. I mean, yeah. Yoshi may Yoshi may be the may be the ass kicker, but he he he's no king on that one. I can tell you this much. All this talk of fluorescent tubes and drinking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, what the fuck is up with this episode? I'm tapping out. I'm yeah. Tapping. I'm tapping out. I don't know how you do it, Yoshi, with some of this, but I'm tapping on. I'm tapping. I'm not even getting my foot in the ring yet. I'm, I'm tapping. Do it. I, I want Yoshi to train me. Mm. Because I, um, I'll be at this I'll be at this corner in, in January. So yeah, he probably has to teach me a thing or two. Yeah. I'm Japanese ass kicker. Just make sure there's training videos. Yeah. I have to I have to see those training videos. That I'm gonna fall on my ass or fall on the back of my head and just go, uh uh my entire back ain't, ain't working today. <laughs> <laughs> so Yoshi, do you have anything coming up wrestling next weekend or anything? Yeah, so uh day after tomorrow, uh I have match in Korokan Hall, All Japan Show. Very cool. Who are you facing? Uh, I don't remember. Like six men, I think. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, for next week's show, you'll have to uh, update us on that match and and how everything goes. And yeah, uh, at that point. Next week's show, the Yoshitatsu figure that you're seeing displayed, the pre-order will have ended. So we can get an update from Sean on that. And fans, we will give you all sorts of updates from WWE, AEW, and anything that happens in the wrestling world. You can go back and listen to other episodes of this podcast on Spotify, Google, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, anywhere podcasts are found. You can also go and watch videos of the podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash Yoshi Unleashed or youtube.com at Yoshi Unleashed. Yoshi, close us out. Okay, thank you for watching Yoshi Unleashed. Don't drink blood.